I can take it, tell me I look like shit. Hello looters, welcome to a bonus episode of the Movie Loot. This is more or less a test run of something that I might do every now and then as I see fit to highlight certain artists, films, events or themes. And I'm going to dedicate this first bonus episode to the fierce and unique Rita Moreno. Why? Well, first of all, because she is Rita Moreno. Second, because she's one of the most successful and critically acclaimed artists from Puerto Rico. Third, because she has a new film coming out this month, a remake of the film that catapulted her to stardom, West Side Story, directed by none other than Steven Spielberg. And finally, because this weekend, a day after the film's public premiere, she turns 90 years. So there are countless of reasons to celebrate her. Like I said, Rita Moreno is from Puerto Rico, and like most of you know, so am I. And although I never hide that, it's actually all over my Twitter bio and most of my online profiles, I've also never wanted it to be the focus of whatever I do. But one thing that I would like to do now on the podcast is to highlight, whenever I can, the work of fellow Puerto Ricans and fellow Latinos and Latinas, and who better to start than Rita? I really don't remember what was my first experience with Rita Moreno, but she was always a name that I knew. You know, first Puerto Rican to win an Academy Award, first Puerto Rican to win an EGOT. So even though it wasn't until very, very late that I saw my first film with her, she was always on my mind and she was always a reason to be proud. It wasn't probably until the late 90s or early 2000s when I started to get into film more seriously that I managed to see West Side Story and what a performance. You can clearly see why she won because despite the limitations of the story and the script, she owns that role and she carries that film all the way. Unfortunately, beyond that, the only other film of her I had seen was Singing in the Rain, which I only saw a couple of years ago. I'm pretty sure I must have seen her in The Muppets or some of the shows she made when I was a kid. But I'll be the first to admit that it's a pity that as a Puerto Rican, a proud Puerto Rican that I am, I haven't seen more of her work. But that's something I'm trying to remedy. As part of my research for this episode, I caught up with the Netflix documentary Rita Moreno, Just a Girl Who Decided to Go For It, which I fully recommend, and where you can see the weird, interesting, and surprising turns that her 70-plus years career has taken. But let's talk a bit about that, because like I said, it's a really unique one. Rita Moreno was born in a humble home. She moved to the U.S. when she was still a little child. She started working as a singer and dancer since she was a little girl and ended up becoming the sole breadwinner of her home when she was 15 or 16, which led to her landing on Broadway and eventually to a film contract with MGM. From 1950 to 1960, the beginning of her career was plagued by stereotypical and quote-unquote ethnic roles. During those years, she played everything from a Polynesian native, a Chicana, Native American, South American native, a Mexican, as well as other roles where she's the sex symbol. Two notable exceptions during those years, Singing in the Rain in 1952, where she played an actress called Zelda Sanders, a key character that's not defined by being a Latina, and The King and I in 1956, where she played Tuptin, a Burmese slave. That's not necessarily a sex symbol, but that's a performance that really started to put her in the spotlight. When will we be together, Tuptin? When? 
can never be Luta. Not ever. To kiss in the sunlight and say to the sky, Behold and believe what you But her big breakthrough, as we all know, came in West Side Story in 1961, where she played Anita, a Puerto Rican that finds herself in the midst of a gang feud between the Jets and the Sharks, a Puerto Rican gang led by her boyfriend Bernardo, played by George Shakiris. The thing is that Rita clearly steals the film from everyone, along with Shakiris. She has such an energetic and charged performance from her lively dancing and singing in the first act dance or the rooftop performance to her emotional breakdown in the last act. Mm. Once an immigrant, always an immigrant. Hey, look, instead of a shampoo, she's been brainwashed. Stop it. She was given a Puerto Rico and now she's queer for Uncle Sam. Oh, no. That's not true. Puerto Rico. My heart's devotion, let it sink back in the ocean. <laughs> Always the hurricanes blowing. Always the population growing. And the money owing. And the sunlight streaming. And the natives steaming. I like the I know you do! Smoke on your pipe and put that in Moreno's performance in this film runs the gamut of emotions and clearly overshadows the lead performance on the film. Bernardo was right. If one of you was lying in the street bleeding, I'd walk by and spit on you. Don't let it go. So tell Chino that Tony's hiding in the cell. Don't you touch me. And like I said in the intro, she becomes not only the first Puerto Rican, but the first Latina to win an Oscar, which is amazing. My friend Jerry Sarabia at Jerry at the Movie said her role in West Side Story is electric and consistently vibrant, a vast contrast with the more subdued Natalie Wood's Maria. And my friends at Defining Disney, I assume this is Caroline, said West Side Story is an all-time fave, hands down. She's a star. The funny thing is that after this, one would think her career would skyrocket, but instead she has said that she found herself being offered the same kind of roles, gang members, and typical Latinas. So instead of playing along, she went into a self-imposed hiatus to reevaluate her career. Ironically, this decade was probably the toughest for her because not only she was not working, but she was dealing with some personal issues as well. She broke her hiatus in 1968 with her performance on The Night of the Following Day with Marlon Brando. Rita Moreno had an on and off relationship with Brando from the mid-50s to the early 60s, a relationship that has been described as somewhat abusive which eventually led Rita to a botched abortion and a suicide attempt. Fortunately, she survived and walked away from Brando. This performance in the night of the following day came several years after they broke up, and in the film they play a dysfunctional couple, a performance which Moreno herself has said that opened old scars. Thankfully, she decided that she wanted to live and she wanted to make the best of her. 
It is ironic that probably her lowest point in her life came right after her most successful moment. That low point would lead to what was probably the best moment in her career, which were the 70s. She started the decade appearing in the film Carnal Knowledge in 1971 from critically acclaimed director Mike Nichols. Nichols had come from directing such masterpieces as Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf and The Graduate. The weird thing is that Rita's role is not only very small, she's on screen for about five minutes, and yet she's built significantly high. But that's the thing, because as small as her role is, it is very integral to the plot. Without giving anything away, she plays a prostitute, but she has a monologue that serves to define the character of lead actor Jack Nicholson, who has been some sort of an enigma from start to finish, and she's very good in it. What kind of man am I? A real man. A man who inspires worship. More strong, more masculine, domineering, or irresistible. After that, she became a regular on PBS children's series Electric Company from 1971 to 1977, for which she won her first Grammy. And she followed that with an appearance on The Ritz on Broadway in 1975, where she played Googie Gomez, earning her her first Tony Award. And after that, in 1977, she appeared on The Muppet Show, where she earned an Emmy Award. Fever. In the morning, fever all through the night. Oye, buddy, nada más quiero decirte que no se debe hacer eso. It's not nice. ¿Entiende? Mírame a mí cuando te hable. Este es mi número, y si tú me fastidias más, te voy a dar una gasnata que te vas a dar bobo. Cool it. The next year, she had a guest appearance on the TV show The Rockford Files, earning her her second Emmy in two years. With this, Rita becomes the third person in history and the first Latina to win an EGOT, which means all four major entertainment awards, Emmy, Grammy, Oscar, and Tony. The impressive thing is that after the frustrations and disappointments she had with her career after West Side Story, after all the personal situations going on in her life, she managed to retake control of her career in a spectacular way. Not only did she retake control of her career, but she learned to diversify her career. Film historian Annette Insdorf says in that Netflix documentary, her career did not take off after West Side Story, rising with bigger and better parts. Her career widened to encompass a diversity of roles and media. And I agree, because Rita was doing everything. TV, theater, films, music, everything. And she was winning awards in everything. During the 80s and 90s, Rita Moreno focused more on her television work, appearing in numerous TV shows. From 1994 to 1998, she voiced the titular character in the animated show Where in the World is Carmen Sandiego. And from 1997 to 2003, she was part of the main cast of HBO's Oz, where she played a psychologist and nun that tries to help the inmates in the prison. You and Schillinger were together at Lardner when you were how old? 17. He saved your life? Mm Mm-hmm. Did you have sex together? Yeah. Did he force himself on you? Vern likes the power part of sex, so I let him think he did. Do you enjoy sex with men? I enjoy sex, don't you? 
You told me you were married before you became a nun. You and your husband have great yes. sex. I mean, I can tell you did. My friends at Movies After Work said her work on Oz was nothing short of brilliant and her performing fever with Animal in the Muppet Show is still my favorite bit on the show. And Oz is one show where I didn't know she was involved, but now that I know that she had a main role in it, a critically acclaimed role in it, I'm definitely going to try to check that show. During the 2000s and the 2010s, Rita has continued with more television work. She had a critically acclaimed guest role in Jane the Virgin, and from 2017 to 2020, she had a lead role on the sitcom One Day at a Time, for which she has received praise. Moreno plays the grandmother of the family, and she was actually the first actor cast for the show. If I do die, and I'm not saying I will, make sure that they do a good job on my face for the funeral and bring a little red lipstick along. I know. Moreno has received praise and has been nominated to numerous awards for her performance. My friend Jerry Sarabia said, I recently saw her role in One Day at a Time. She is a hilarious grandmother type, is all I can say. And finally, now in 2021, Moreno is returning to West Side Story with not only a supporting role that was created for her on the film, but she's also an executive producer on the film. And it's kind of beautiful and poetic to see things come full circle at this age for her. And although I haven't seen the film, there is already talk about how this new version of the film fixes some of the issues of the original, but also rumors of the possibility of her being nominated again, which would be groundbreaking in about a dozen ways. To sum it all up, I think Rita Moreno's life encompasses some really important attitudes that I believe we all should emulate, which is the loot that I want you all to take from this bonus episode. First, not giving up and not letting things bring you down when the roles she was getting weren't the best, even after winning the Oscar, and when things didn't turn out the way she expected in a relationship to the point that she tried to take her life. She took what she had and made the best of it and has managed to become a Nikon, not only for Puerto Ricans and Latines around the world, but for women and actually everybody that finds himself or herself going through really hard times. The second thing we can learn from her is the attitude. You can see pretty much any interview, documentary, and performance from her, and there's such an explosive energy to her, a feistiness that really permeates to her acting, but that's because it's her. And to think that she has maintained that high spirit despite all the things she has lived is quite something. So embrace those attitudes, but also take your time to explore the career of this icon, Rita Moreno. And at the Movie Loot, we also would like to wish Rita a very happy birthday. And may you continue to be to others the role model that you never had. I hope you enjoyed this bonus episode and keep checking for more content from the Movie Loot. Remember that you can listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and most podcast platforms. If you want to get in touch with me, you can primarily find me on Twitter at TiffCGT and the podcast at TMML2021. Hope you have a great day and keep looting. May I have the envelope, please? Rita Marino and West Side Star. I can't believe
with that. 